Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection now 65% off. Plus, Macy Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. everyone. All right. Another week. Thank you for continuing to download new episodes of the Retro Gamers. Larry here. And Anthony here. What's going on, Ant? I don't know. It's been busy. <laughs> busy week? That's good. Yeah, you know, busy week. Uh, flew to New Jersey, flew back. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. What was that all about? Oh, it, work-related. Fair enough. Work-related. <laughs> I, I spent 18 glorious hours in... Uh, <laughs> In New Jersey. Well, <laughs> you and me both pretty much, but at different times of the week. Yeah, but you know, you'd have to fly six hours each way to get there. This is true. The way the traffic was, I was probably better off flying. Uh, all right. uh, you might have been. It depends which tunnel you take or bridge. <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, at least that, that must have been fun when you find out like very last minute. It seemed like, like out of nowhere. Found out on Tuesday night. was on a flight Wednesday. There you go. That's how that works. Sweet. So I guess there was no... Retro gaming shopping in uh, in New Jersey. Um, no, there was no anything in Jersey. <laughs> there was there, there, there was sleep, a meeting, and back to the airport. <laughs> oh, there you go. All righty. Well, fun, so, fun, fun. Yeah. I did get to see Manhattan though, across the you know, across the way. There you go. Seeing a little bit of home, always good. Yep, and you know, I would have preferred being over there. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Next time. So. Next time. And, of course, retro shopping. Yes, as I always. Gonna, I was going to get my retro shopping in. But next week, next week I'll have an opportunity to go retro shopping at my favorite store. Oh, yeah. Super Potato, right? Yes, I am going to make it. I'm heading back to Japan, so uh, I'll get another crack at Super Potato. There you go. Sweet. I don't know what else to buy from them, though. I'm, I'm starting to run out of stuff. What? <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, no, it's, you know what? It's a bad thing because then I just, then I just upped my game. So like last time I couldn't find any, uh, I couldn't figure out what Famicom games I wanted since I bought the Famicom, you know, the actual Famicom system. So Mm -hmm. then I was like, all right, moving on, bought the Super Famicom and got a bunch of games for that. (laughs) So now I'm like, I hope I can find more games for that one. Otherwise, uh, I don't know what I'm coming home with. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just every new, new systems every week's going to be a new system. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll come home with a Sharpie X68. That would be awesome. See if they even sell it in Super Potato. I will I will ask. <laughs> we want the official video game of the Retro Gamers. Yes. And by the way, I was looking at that um I was looking at games for that on eBay oh, here really? in the U here in the US just yeah. for fun. I was like, "Yeah, how much could it be?" Considering the fact that it's a it's an imported system. They, mm-hmm. they never made it here. But the games for it were going for like two hundred bucks. Oh my god! A pop, yeah. So, what are they on floppies? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. 
to the wrong disc. But I'm just like, well, I was like, it, it makes sense. It's a, you know, it's a system that was never made here. So it's going to cost more. So I'm wondering now, um, my, you know, the, the, the uh, retro journalist in me now wants to know um, how much it costs in the homeland. Hmm. That will be your assignment, I guess, for next week. Uh, that will be my assignment, yes. And then the report on it uh, in two weeks at that point. Yes, in two, so. in two weeks I will give you all a full report on uh, my hunt for the Sharp X68000. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, in the meantime, see um, when you go out there, you know, they have a um, uh, Sega, right? I mean, would you be able to get a Sega have you everywhere. seen a have you, I was going to say, have you seen like a Master System stuff for sale over there? Yeah, no, um, they, cool. they, they have those all over the place. But they also have like, um, I believe if you look at the images from places I went to when I was in Japan, um, uh, like in Tokyo, there was an area called Akihabara, which is the electric city. Mm-hmm. Um, there are Sega buildings, so like Sega arcades. Oh, that's right. So, you were saying yeah, that. Yeah, if yes. you look at those photos, you just see a big, you see a big marquee sign that says Sega, and everything in there is all Sega. Awesome. That's yeah, pretty. It's really, cool. really cool. There was cool. another company also that has um, uh, stuff like that too. Uh, Namco. Yes, I remember seeing that. I think I saw that picture yep. that you had. Yeah, posted. Namco as well has them. But when I saw, when I looked inside Namco, it was closed when I was walking by it. Wow. But um, when I w- looked inside, it was all those um, claw machines, <laughs> like all those, all those yeah. kind of prize, all those kind of prize machines. There weren't, there weren't really any like video games per se. <laughs> a magical, arcades. a magical portal so, awaits. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah. So but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of. A lot of claw machines and like cool. game machines where you win prizes. In Japan, so. Sweet. Well, if you're over there, you may need to be on the lookout for a Genesis because looks like Genesis is throwing their hat into the ring here of these uh, plug and plays. Though, uh, yes, yes and no, actually. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, Sega actually did it before. They, so. they have. Yeah, that's what's driving me nuts about this thing. Um mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't heard about it, and it's been talked about for a while now, actually, I would say for a few months. Uh, Nintendo, well, not Nintendo, excuse me, Genesis as as a uh, way of at games is the company is putting out a Sega Genesis flashback, essentially a Genesis Mini. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to have eighty five games packed into it. Um, also, actually, it's going to have eighty five Sega Genesis and SMS and Game Gear. So it's going to have actually a little more than I thought it was going to have. Yes, it's got Game Gear games, Sega Master System, Sega Genesis. So actually, this may be a little better than I thought it was. But also, it will take physical cartridges. Uh, that's going to be the big selling point of this new Mini Genesis. And I'm sure a lot of you have seen it before. This is what drives me nuts. People are making this thing out to be like this is the first time Genesis is putting this out. But it's been released before, and the version before really wasn't that good. Well, the issue with the version before was that it came out with it, it was it, it was advertised as eighty games, and it came with eighty games, mm-hmm. but only forty of them were actual like Genesis and Sega Master System games that you knew. The other forty were like generic games, like Fish Story and <laughs> you know Break the Line or Break the Fire Line and yeah. stuff like that. So, so it was kind of like um, you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, um, NES got away with creating an NES classic, which only had 30 games and nothing sold like, you know, gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, when Genesis came out with theirs, um, 
when Sega came out with theirs, they, they actually had 40 in there, which was pretty good. It was just True. It was just the fact that they advertised it for 80. You really only got 40 of the games that you wanted, yeah. so you, feel, you felt like you were getting gypped from it. Um, and I think that was the issue. Now, with this new one, they're coming out with 85 games, and I'm skeptical until I see the list of games that are included. Because um, I know that there was um, there was actually one post online, um, also at, at, at Games. Mm-hmm. Um, at Games has, um, has a Sega flashback um, list of games. And if this is the list of games, then uh, I'm going to stand by what I said about the previous version. Sega's in trouble because it looks like half of the games are not actual Sega games. Yeah, so, it's weird. Yeah, it's definitely like Adventure in the Park, uh, Bomber. I'm looking at the list right now. Canon. Yeah, it's just weird. So I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, or my, my personal favorite, Jack's P. Yeah, I was looking at that, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, or just, there's another game called Snake, and a game called Spider. So, <laughs> yeah. like, if, yeah, so if they're basically just re-releasing the console, you know, that that flashback console they did before, um, to be honest with you, it, feel, it feels a little bit like a bait and switch, because they've already done this before, they're just trying to capitalize on the fact that the NES Classic got discontinued, and they're like, well, you know what, fine, you discontinue yours, we're going to we're going to release a new Sega Genesis flashback, which is basically the Sega flashback from, you know, a couple of years ago. Absolutely. And that's what's driving me nuts. And everyone who, who probably doesn't realize it thinks this is a brand new thing, a brand new system. And I, it looks like it's a rehash. Now, I don't know if the original flashback had the Master System games and the uh, and the Game Gear games on it. I don't remember it having those. I don't think so, but you were able to play Genesis. Yes, uh, which you can do on this one. Now, also, it was already advertised that you can't play all cartridges on this. So it is, and it's going to be trial and error. I don't think there's a list out there that lists what games it won't take. But the fact that it takes carts is a big improvement, don't get me wrong, over the, obviously, uh, big improvement Mm -hmm. over the NES Classic. But the improvement on this Genesis as compared to previous, it is 720p uh, HD output, so it's got that going for it. It's got Mm -hmm. two uh, wireless controllers, six-button Genesis controllers. You can also plug in, though, original Genesis controllers into the system, so that's good as well. Um, I had bought for a minute. I returned it, actually, because it was so bad the next day. But I did buy the first Genesis flashback originally. Uh-huh. And it was cool, but the way, like, the sound was off when I played, and it was audio, uh, AV cables. Okay, well, the, and then this one's an upgrade because yeah. it's 720p HD. Totally, so. totally. Like, the original one, the sound was off, the color was off, the gameplay was off a little bit, uh, and, and I think it only took, like, a couple of carts. I don't remember which ones I had. I don't think it took Castlevania, um, which stung Bloodlines, because that's the one I really wanted to play. Yeah, well, because that's like one of the best games. Absolutely, but I got—I'm going to have some high hopes for this Genesis. Yeah. Well, I also bought the. Um, remember when I first started traveling in Japan? I said, I, you know, I was like, oh god, I go, I'm going to be on a flight for twelve and a half hours. How am I going to entertain myself? Mm-hmm. And um, I bought the the handheld version of yep. the Flash, basically the Sega Flashback, which had all the games on it in the handheld. And for that, it was actually really cool. And um, 
uh, and actually, it, it was cooler than the, the console flashback they had, they had released because it had an SD card mm-hmm. slot. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, you could install other games uh, and play other games through the SD card. So you were able to load any of you know all the games that didn't come on the handhelds, mm-hmm. and that I thought was fine because it made up for all of these useless games. Although I must say, um, the concept of playing a game called Mr. Balls. Sounds intriguing, um, or 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 particularly one called Plumbing Contest. There which, you go. Uh, I can only imagine happen. I mean, this, does it take place in a bathroom? I mean, what, <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I, I I really don't want to know. So, yeah. So, you know, to circle back, it's like it's not a new thing. So I feel it feels a little weird that they're trying to tout it as something new. Now, granted. It has eighty-five games, not eighty. And you know, I don't know, is that enough to qualify it as like, oh, it's something new. Um, but I mean, I'll give credit to Sega. They're trying to take advantage of, you know, what has pretty much been a little bit of a PR nightmare for Nintendo. We got a lot of angry people out there for you know, once the NES Classic was cancelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am I am one of them. And uh, <laughs> because, it, well, because again, like I've said before, I said I, I refuse to pay double or triple the price for it um, just because they discontinued it. So, um, so I give Sega credit, and I, you know, and and I hope this thing turns out to be, you know, a hit for them. But um, like I said, like I can go to I can go to the store right now and get pretty much this system. True, and you know what? Even even if half a of the eighty, version, of course, that is true. I was gonna say even if half the eighty five games stink i guess just the fact that it takes cartridges is going to be worth it enough to have these these bad games on it well yeah anybody who doesn't have um you know anybody who doesn't have a sega master system or a sega genesis or a game gear that wants to play cartridges then yeah i mean it's it's a total benefit you're getting in uh you're getting an inexpensive system um that already has games built in and then of course you can you know play your own and I do like how because the, the the prior Genesis flashback looked like the Genesis three, if you remember yes. that third, which is a very small version of the Genesis. This one looks like the Genesis one, the original looking Genesis, which is the way it should. Totally, totally, very cool. And and, and, and you know, and it'll go nicely with my collection. It sure you know, will when I, when I when I add it to my action next to my original Genesis. <laughs> and uh, just to make a, a quick note, uh, the only cartridges it takes are Genesis carts. It won't take Master System. It won't take Game Gear. It only will take Genesis cartridges. Okay, so, so it's pretty much just an upgrade to the original Flashback. Essentially, yes. That they released. Yeah. All right. So you know, I'm I was really excited when they announced it. I'm, I'm a bit less enthused now. <laughs> Time will tell. We'll see what happens as the Sega Genesis flashback will be in stores September 2017. Sega! All right, and you know, you said you flew in for Jersey for about 18 hours or so. I, myself, was in Jersey for about 18 hours or so. Uh, I was in Jersey for a, uh, a wrestling convention, but a buddy of ours let me crash at his place, and um, I, got to, uh, I got to finally get him on the podcast, Anthony. Another Anthony. Oh yeah, so uh, yes, I heard about that. First off, why didn't you why didn't you come visit me while you were in Jersey? I believe you were in Thursday. I was there Saturday. Oh, well, that's a pitiful excuse. <laughs> uh, you should you know you should always alter your plans when you know I'm going to be in the vicinity. This is true. This is true. Uh- <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, you know, and uh, for for those who haven't been listening to our podcasts or don't remember when we were talking about the NES Classic, we have a friend, another friend named Anthony. Who um, 
who takes you know angry to a whole different level when it comes to the <laughs> NES classic. So, um, and he's he's definitely wanted to um, air his grievances. Absolutely. And you know, since we have the perfect platform for him to do so, um, you managed to uh, you managed to actually sneak a little uh, a little time with him. Huh? I did. I brought uh, my little mini recording studio, and we sat down, and I uh, I let him go. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't worry. It's it's the, the the language is kept to a minimum, but be forewarned. It's going to be quite an interesting ride for the next uh, for next little while. Uh, this is exciting. It's going to be fun. So uh, here is my interview with our friend Anthony Anthony C about Nintendo and whatever else ended up coming up. <laughs> well, this is a long time coming because finally. Once again, on the Retro Gamers. Yes, he's been here before, folks. Long time ago. Like episode maybe one or two. And finally, the other Anthony in my life. Not just my co-host on the podcast, the Retro Gamers. But Anthony C., welcome back to the Retro Gamers. Finally, the great one has come back to the Retro Gamers. <laughs> you know, it's been a long, long time, and I've had a long, long week uh, full of obstacles and challenges, but I don't really want to dive into that because, quite honestly, I really couldn't care less about any of that. What matters right now, fans, is that I I am here not just to wreak havoc in the podcast world, but I am here to give my take today. And, you know, it tickles me that it's been so long, it's taken so long for me to get here to this point where we can be sitting in the castle, all right, your castle. Now, let me just say this. As I spoke to my um, my agent, Swifty Flanagan, all right, um, I am really upset coming into this podcast simply because uh, I the demands... That I have made the oh, excuse me. There, I'm sorry. Yes, there was a the, list of demands that was absolutely atrocious. The requests that I have made have not been met. Uh, for example, I wanted first class plane tickets. You get me a Greyhound bus. I come here tonight and I wanted my dinner and my incidentals are supposed to be paid. I paid for my own hotel. I pay, you won't even put me up. You're you're one of your long best friends, long standing best friends, and you don't have too many. All right. Even though you have five fingers, you can count me with okay. all five, probably. All right. Uh, the hotel is completely not up to par. All right. Uh, I thought I was going to have my meal paid for. That didn't happen. All right. Uh, half your meal was paid for. Half my meal was paid for. Yeah, because you ate the other half. That's why. Well, but let, that, let's yeah. not get into that. And then, you know, the reality of it is very simple. Um, the thing about it is I was told by my agent, right, Swifty. That apparently you uh, and your co-host, and I again, I use that in very big quotations, needed a boost. Apparently your downloads aren't good. Apparently the ratings have been low. And quite honestly, what am I here for? Well, first of all, my agent suckered me into getting this gig. That's number one. Number two, the idea that I have a huge tirade that I'm about to go on and you give me a demand that I am not allowed to cuss, but then it wouldn't be me. We've known you've known me for so long, and I can't even do that. 
And the simple fact is that I was told I'd be paid up front and full. That didn't happen. So you know what? I'm going to make my I'm going to make this appearance since none of my demands have been met. They treated me with disrespect here. I am going to do this for the people, the people who are listening. And you know what? By the way, there's a little backstage wager, little political, you know, incorrectness stating that you wanted me being on the show to meet a certain amount of uh, listeners. Well, I promise you, I promise you, I am not like the artful Dodger, the or, or also known as the Archbishop of Talentberry. I am going to increase your listening viewership, not your viewership, but your listeners. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you have. And, by, I, I oh, think... by, and, by, and by the way, uh, Larry, I also want to say you have a perfect face for radio, but that's a different story. But I, I know we're here for the gamers, and I know we're here for the listeners. But it's time that we buckle down. Let's put up a shut up, and I know that I'm, what I'm here for. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I just had to get that out of the way. I do apologize to the fans, but I am here to save your little humble podcast, just to let you know that. And if anyone is still listening at this point, first of all, you I greatly appreciate. Have, you probably have right now. If we had a meter, that meter would be so overloaded with viewers right now that, you know what, I'm so tired of this one-dimensional BS. We are going to increase the viewership. We're not only that, you're going to gain... a viewership. It's a listenership. It's a term. I'm going to... <laughs> it's a slang term. I am going to increase your listeners by tenfold, twentyfold, thirtyfold. So we'll Why? actually have 10, 20, 30 people listening. More like 10, 20, 30,000. Oh, that is living the dream, my friend. So, all promo aside, um, Anthony is, uh, yes, a very, very dear close friend of mine and a close dear friend of, of Anthony as to well. To give them the truth, so, give them the truth, you know, we've been we've known each other for 25 years and it's been my absolute no, nightmare, friends. Uh, 25? 22, 23, something like I that. I met Anthony. 95. 94, yeah. 95. 94, 95. Yeah, so, well, yeah. That, that's been, folks, that's, that's been the longest standing brutality that any human being has ever faced knowing this guy. But that's a different story. I'm, I'm... Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Not here to put myself over. I'm here to put the retro gamers over. And now, my friends, uh, for the uh, cult, all right, uh, the cult of Anthony, the uh, the battalion, the when, legion, uh, you know, my commandos. Wendy, can you not hijack my show, please? We can finally listen to this show. 
So go ahead. I'm that sorry. Was, I'm sorry. Go was, ahead. By all means. By all means. That was seven minutes and 39 seconds of, and, of, a, of a diatribe. And fans, that was seven minutes and 39 seconds and counting of the pleasure being all yours. <laughs> so me and Anthony, actually all three of us have known each other for a long time. You and Anthony have known each other longer than me and you have known each other. Yeah, man, yeah. that's really even more unfortunate, <laughs> but that that's a different story. So We are a clique of brothers. We are. We okay? are. We, we've definitely known each other through, uh, through thick and thin, and Anthony... And if you go back and listen to the history... I was about to say something so bad, but let me not. Let me not. Let me if not. you go back to listen to the history of the Retro Gamers, you'll hear Anthony uh, on one of the very early episodes. Literally, like one or two or maybe even the third episode. So he's been wanting to be back on the show, and we really had no need for him um, until Excuse now. Excuse me? No need? I Listen, I am needed around the world. Okay, I am a nationally known name. Uh, it, can we talk about can we talk about video games at this point? What, why what, what, why did you have to disrespect me? See this because fans? Anthony's probably you, probably do, flipping out right now. I couldn't care listening less. Listening to this. I couldn't care less and so, besides, hey, and if you're listening to this in Japan somewhere, it's a feeling. You'll get over it, okay? <laughs> so, Anthony C, the Anthony that you're listening to right now, he what's what's the nice way I can put it? He has an issue with Nintendo, uh, and especially with their um, with the way they handled the NES Classic. And I know we're we're a few episodes out. We haven't really talked about the NES Classic in a while because of the whole hoopla behind it and the the, the discontinuation of it, um, and the the very difficulty of of getting an NES Classic. I mean, the things I had to do. Um, that sounded not the way I wanted it to be. Um, like, you know, I, me getting out 5 a.m. in the morning, 22-degree weather, to wait online for 5, 6, 7, 8, like four hours to get NES Classic. But Anthony here, he um, he has some stuff he'd like to tell Nintendo, and I told him we would give him this forum to do so. So, Mr. Anthony, if you will, your concerns with the Nintendo Corporation. Ah, jeez. Where do I begin with this? Buckle up, people. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Where do I begin with this? And and folks, if you haven't started drinking yet... Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Is this a, this is a PG-rated show, right? Very much so, yes. Uh, what I meant to say is that... Uh, well, you know, what I meant to say is basically if you haven't gotten a soft drink yet, um, you know, I, I would suggest you to do so because you are going to need the attention span when I go on a tirade about this. By the way, a little unknown fact. You, you are aware that I used to be addicted to Coke, right? The drink. Well, now I switched to Pepsi. But that's a different story. Listen. Folks, I had no idea he was going to do any of this, honestly. And it's really not in my nature to just stop and re-record. You're getting this. This is, as, this is taped live to video, as they call it. Or in this case, live to audio. I don't know what the heck he just said. All I know is that I am being as genuine as I can be because there's no other way I know how to be, folks. And you know something? If you don't like it, can it's you just, just too talk bad. about your okay. concern? Okay, You've been okay. I'm, I'm, for hey, months. Will for you months, s- you wanted to be on the you show. Stop interrupting me there. So now, here is your forum. Donald, stop interrupting me. Now, here's the deal. Okay. How do I even. Where do I even begin? When I first heard that they were going to issue out the Nintendo, the NES Classic. I was 
happier than a little girl in a Backstreet Boys concert simply because um, when I was growing up, this and, and let me just say this: the NES Classic Edition has a very sentimental value to me. Um, I grew up somewhat poor; I didn't have a whole lot, and I remember when we got the original Nintendo in my household. It was like one of the greatest things. It was like literally uh, back in the day for all the kids nowadays. It was like inventing an iPad or it was like getting an iPad at its time. And for me, it holds a lot of value because, you know, my mom and dad, they they worked very hard to get this for me. Uh, I saved up a lot of allowance money to buy games. Uh, I was behind on a lot of it simply because kids had back in school and I didn't. And I was bullied for it. But um, the thing is, is that I haven't played a lot of these games, uh, you know, like Inkari Warriors, um, you know, uh, Ninja Gaiden. Um, my favorite being Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, or now it's called Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream. Just to, it's a, it was an opportunity for me to relive a childhood that I felt like I've lost. Uh, and my, my little brother would probably feel the same way. So when I heard that this thing was coming out, it was great. Now, uh, I don't know where to begin this, but let me say this. Um, <laughs> that, you know, what I mean by begin is, I don't even know where to begin my tirade because there are so many different angles that you can go past with this and that we could talk about and we can dive into. One of the major ones is what truly bothers me about the Nintendo Corporation is that they are repeat offenders when it comes to this whole supply and demand deal look at the Wii look at the other systems that they had they they per, I think that this is purposely a marketing strategy to make sure that they keep themselves in the mix in the news so they can garnish the attention the views of Anthony C are that of his views and not necessarily the views of the retro gamers damn right and I will continue to keep my now stop interrupting me Okay, because I'm gonna. Hi- did you? I, you know what? I owned, will hijack your show if you don't. Did you? Did you originally own any of the games that were on the NES Classic? Yes, I did. Besides, like the Super Mario Brothers and stuff. Like I that? own. Obvi- who? In, who on planet Earth? What kind of a question is that? It's like asking, "Does a priest pray?" I, of course. Who in the world did not own Super Mario Brothers back in the day? And by the way, if you didn't, you should be slapped. All right, at least twice over. Um, let's see, Ninja Gaiden. Okay. All right. Um, Gaiden I mean, or Gaiden? I was always told it was Gaiden. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I mean, a lot of these games, you know, Excite Bike. Classic. Right? These were things that I grew up with, and you know, to me, I really feel like Nintendo purposely screwed people over just so that they can stay aloof. Uh, in the hype and you know if they don't understand they first of all apparently don't understand their demographic okay and well let me jump in for a moment because the demographic they were expecting was the older demographic like our age group then those people should be fired who who didn't understand that demographic correctly because I know people our age are supposed to have children and they teach their kids about what they grew up with and these kids do understand what, you know, uh, know, the characters of of the NES world. And I I think what happened was 
the Nintendo, just as we talked about before, had no idea that the younger crowd would be so into this system. This system was always meant to be temporary. Well, but it became temporary quicker than expected. Well, again, whoever made that decision and whoever came up with that decision and whoever made it final is an idiot. Well, that decision, I mean, it's it's one thing to make something temporary on purpose. Uh, in what manner? You, listen, this is, okay, as fun as Nintendo is, they are a multi-billion dollar corporation known around the world, okay? This is not some rinky-dink mom-and-pop shop you're going to go buy Bazooka Joe's at, for those kids who don't know what that is. It's called gum, all right? This is a multi-billion dollar corporation that seems to not understand how to get their you-know-what together. And what bothers me is that because they drop the ball, their consumers are the ones who pay. Will you stop interrupting me? Their consumers, all right, are the ones who are paying for it. So is it fair? Let me ask you a question. We argued about this at one point in time, and it nearly we actually nearly stopped. By the way, folks, we nearly stopped talking to one another for a few weeks because of this. And let me just say, is it fair to you, okay, as a lawyer, you're, you're one of the most loyal uh, Nintendo followers. I've been accused of being a fanboy. Okay. Um, and there are many like you, okay? I've never been that much of a fanboy after the Nintendo phased out, after the Super Nintendo phased out. But you know something? Is it fair in the fact that you had to wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning to go stand three hours online in a blistering cold in the East Coast to go get one of these damn things? Is it fair to the to the father, all right, of children who had to go do this? Is it fair to anybody? This is This is the kind of garbage that people were subjected to to get the system. I bought it on eBay simply for one reason. I bought it simply because I was so fed up with these ridiculous, ingross, these gross competent tactics, all right, that I bought one on eBay simply because I'm not going to feed this company any money until they show me and the rest of the consumers out there some type of loyalty to say, hey, we're not going to drop the ball on you, all right? They did this with the Wii. They did this with these NES Classic. Then there was another system that they did this with. Do you remember what that was? It was a Nintendo, not the DS. Uh, it was something. And it, it now the handhelds from, are usually in, in stock. Well, I'm saying you couldn't get that from. There was some system that you couldn't get for months. These people are repeat offenders. In if the, you're nothing else, you're folks, passionate. If you're an avid listener of this show, can I say this? There have been other podcasts that I've listened clips to. I haven't listened to it fully because I was boycotting the show until I got a rightful spot on here. I'm hearing or what I'm seeing with this company, and it really eeks me as a consumer. No, I understand. Yes, you are very passionate. It's why I'm. It's why you don't have a switch. I'm sure. Absolutely not. Absolutely, folks. If you want to go buy one, God bless you. I got two of them. Well, then. Well, no, I got two docks. Not. I refuse one to system, support. two docks. I refuse to two give controllers. this company another penny of my money until they actually uh, are able to come up with some type of a credible, you know, reasoning. And by the way, the reason why they said that they discontinued the system is because they apparently don't have quote unquote unlimited resources. Well, then produce them. 
You're a multi-billion dollar company. You see the demand for this thing. If you go on eBay right now and yeah. you go check out the Did auctions, you pay more than, than the retail price for it? Of course I did. <laughs> All right? Anybody did. And everybody did. And you know something? No, you know, not everybody. Yeah, because, well. Because I didn't. I don't believe in suffering. And the 56 other people online with me didn't. Well, because there are 56 other morons who actually went out there to stay in the cold for three hours when all of this would have been averted if this NOA president would have been able to understand that if you were to make enough of these things, it would have become a novelty in time. They made enough of them. No, they did not make enough of them. They made enough of them for the demographic they were expecting. How many of these did they make? Uh, I think all in all, they sold maybe like 1.5, maybe 2 million. Okay, 1.5 to 2 million people. How many people live in the United States, Larry? Well, 365 billion. 365 billion people live in no, maybe the United States of no, America? No, million. Really? Million. Do you need coffee right now? Because I think that I may I have to make some No, it's like 325 million you. people in the U.S. All right. Um, by the way, I never got that my... That number's pro- correct. It's about 320 million people in the United okay, States. Okay, so it was close. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, I By the way, folks, I never got my personal assistant. That's another demand of mine, but that's another story. Listen, the bottom line of it is they made one and a half million or two, two million units for 320 million people. You're telling... 320 million people aren't going to buy the system. And by the way, I think that that one and a half to two million, all right, is worldwide. That's not just in the United States. That's worldwide. That is correct. So there are a few billion people on Earth, okay? And you're telling me that a few billion people with a ratio of 1.5 to 2 million units is not enough. They know that if... Listen, anybody who runs a multi-billion dollar business should understand the fact that if your demand is that serious... And it's still being met in, de- it's still not being met in demand. Make more. This is a profitable concept. They don't. They didn't even. You know. Excuse me for interrupting you this time. And that's you know fair at this point. Is that you're telling me that they said they couldn't make any more of these units, and they just bypassed everything to go to the switch. And the switch, they even have problems with that. So why so I'm I'm saying they have this one the, problem with the switch. I'm saying this to the people. They are not doing anything innovative to begin with anyway. You are aware of this, right? What are you talking about? The switch was innovative, the Wii U was innovative, the Wii was innovative, the N sixty four was innovative, the Super Nintendo was innovative, and the NES was innovative. For its time. Exactly. Okay. But now you have okay, let me ask you a question. Folks if you have a Bed Bath & Beyond near you, What's walk in into it. What's in the Beyond it. section? Okay. Walk into it. There is an arcade section. All right? Where? There, I have a photo on my phone that when I walked into a Bed Bath & Beyond, I took a picture of this, and there were literally dozens upon dozens of units of the, uh, what was it, uh, the Sega, all right, uh, their retro edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, console and the Atari Retro Edition console. Now these are much, much, much smaller companies. Why is it that they got their stuff together and yet Nintendo could not? And they're a massive conglomerate because Nintendo isn't basing their bread and butter on the NES Classic. 
where where these other companies are pretty much putting it all in for the Sega Genesis and for those Atari plug and plays. So you're telling me that you would still support this company even though they have basically shown you no loyalty. They they show me loyalty. I like understand what? the concern. What have they done? Give me name me one thing that they have said that basically has shown their consumers any loyalty whatsoever. Well, it more along the lines of the Switch than the NES Classic. The Switch, to make sure it's in stock, in availability, they were flying them out to stores. Normally, that's all ground shipping. It costs a lot of money to fly units out. Let me say this. The Nintendo of America president and said, we are announcing that in the next few months, we are going to ship out 10 million units, 20 million units, all right, 25 million units. I promise you that those 25 million will be sold around the world. I agree. Okay? So if you agree with me, then you're proving my point, are you not? Because then that basically shows that this console is a hot commodity. It's early. And it's when a hot you commodity. have a hot commodity and you know you can make profit out of it, how much is it doesn't really cost that much to make the system, this console. All right? It's a very small handheld piece of, you know, 2 million 2 million times $60. That's a lot of money. And and so would, okay? And so would uh, uh $60 multiplied by 10 million 20 30 million units. Okay? If the the point I'm trying to get at here fans is that I'm just saying to you that you believe in what you want, okay? But what I'm ultimately trying to say to you is that try to think outside the box here. This is a company that has not shown me any loyalty. They've shown me nothing but heartbreak for those poor people out there who want one and can't get one because either they don't have the money, all right? It's unfair to them. It There are people who will not stand out there like myself at three, four, five hours prior to some store opening just so they can stand online and be one out of 56, all right, to get 57. one of these. Or 57, whatever, all right? Uh, and, no, you no, have, and you have at least, what, uh, two, 300 people standing out there in, in some of these lines in some of these states? Oh, some of them, yeah, no, not okay. the one I was on, but so some of them, yeah. So you're telling me that that's fair to these people? You should be able, okay, fans, My, uh, what do you call your fans anyway? We don't have a name. Gamer Maniacs? <laughs> no retroites oh. you don't even have a name for your fans are you no. kidding no we never thought of that oh jeez i fans i apologize by the end of this show they're probably going to want me as the host of this we'll thing. see but about that's a that. different story we'll see about or that. co-host at least co-host <laughs> guys co-host listen what i'm trying to say to you is that the way that it should be is that you walk into a store you tell that jabroni standing right behind that cash register, I want that. You point at it, he takes or she takes it to, down for you, you pay for it, and you walk out of the store. Now you're leaving. You're telling me that what they did to the NES Classic Edition, you're telling me, Larry, that they're not going to lose loyal, uh, you know, loyal customers after this? I don't think so because the Switch... Has been selling tremendously. Then you know what this is? It's it's called sheep leading sheep, basically. They're, 
Then blind people, leading the blind? Then, well, it's either that or sheep leading the sheep because it basically is saying that let me not think outside the box and allow me, all right, to basically, uh, you know, just uh, follow the next person. They don't know what the hell they're doing, but follow them anyway. I, I, my friends, I, I think outside the box, and I'm not trying to sound self-promoting or anything like that, but I refuse to give another If you don't sound self-promoting to- by now... Um, what's happening on this show? I'm just being truthful. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Listen, I, I I can go into a lot. I mean, if you really, really want to keep talking about this, I can talk we, about it. It may have to be a whole special edition episode. A classic edition. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I know you definitely have a lot more to say, and maybe one day we'll do a special uncensored retro gamers where you can truly... Say what you want, unabridged, unbeknownst, unaffiliated, unbewildered, unrecognizable, unleashed. unleashed. I'm very tired right now. Well, folks, uh, I've said what I wanted to say, and unless I can think of anything else, it is pretty late. It's nearly one in the morning right now, and um, I realize that you good fans out here have games to play. Uh, you have you know controls to hold. Uh, a lot of you may not be in possession of an. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now forty to sixty percent off, and women's boots and shoes to finish the look fifty to sixty percent off, and upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding, quilts, and accessories from Martha Stewart collection. Now sixty five percent off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. NES Classic Edition, I feel sorry for you. I feel bad for you. I wish there was something I could do. You could give them yours since you're not crazy about the Nintendo. Oh, no, 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 no. I play mine, okay? <laughs> I play mine. However, um, you know, I if I ever come across one and I wanted to sell mine or whatnot or whatever the case may be, I still have to beat Mr. Dream. I'm still a little annoyed. I never even got it. It seems though they made the game a tad bit harder than what I remember, but that's a different story. Um, isn't Tetris in this thing too? It is not. No, it is not. How many well, times have you played it? Uh, a lot. <laughs> just, <laughs> but I just keep turning it on to punch out. So oh, okay. Um, here's the thing. I also feel the other thing that they kind of dropped the ball with is that uh, there are games in here that I really am not very thrilled with, uh, and I really think that uh, they could have just done without it. Like I'm not a final Final Fantasy person. Yeah, I thought that right? was kind of weird. I just thought that they didn't need it. Um, I was never a Zelda fan. What I thought Zelda was cool, but it's like I wasn't like a fanboy of it. You know, um, I just felt like uh, there were some games that they could have done without, and ultimately, uh, you know, they could have put in cooler stuff like Tecmo World Wrestling. That was an awesome game, man. That was a good game, man. Yeah. Uh, that Double Dribble was great. <laughs> 
Contra, like the original Contra. Yeah, not there's, the Super there's one. something weird about that because Super C is always the one I see being released on yeah, virtual console. I don't get that. I, it's got to be a, a, a contract thing. Yeah, I, I guess so. You know, it's the only thing I can think of. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, like I think I've said my piece. Uh, fans, I, again, I know you got games to play, controls to hold, uh, you know, consoles to power up. So, you know, I, I appreciate the uh, forum here uh, for allowing me to spew out my uh, anger towards the uh, fools who have been running this operation halfway around the world. And with that, which is why it took 40-something episodes for Anthony to finally make his way back to the retro gamers. So here's to another 40. When we hit episodes 86, 87, we'll have you back on again. Yeah, and I'm sure that the viewership is going to be way up. I'm sure, excuse me, the viewership. Uh, I know, i got to keep correcting myself. I'm sure that the listeners are going to be way up, the downloads are going to be way up, and uh, you'll see, you'll see. And by the way, I will win that steak dinner, uh, just to let you know. <laughs> well, I'll I'll keep everyone in the loop about that part. Uh, but right now, I think we're going to throw it back to headquarters where uh, I think we're going to get uh, into this weekend. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're not going to allow me to plug? You're not going to allow what me to What do give you have plug? to plug? No, no, wait a minute. You see, fans, assumptions are not good. What are you plugging? Okay, so uh, if you guys want to find me, I'm an IG uh, Wildman fan. Um, if you also um, follow uh, Twitter, I barely even update that. That's Bluesman Shoe. Uh, if you want to talk about merchandise, I, the champ does have merchandise, so you know you can purchase that merchandise. Okay. Merchandising, we, where the real money of the podcast is made. Uh, thank you, Don West. Um, and uh, at the same time, you can definitely contact me via uh, the Retro Gamer co-host. Well, you may not even have that other co-host anymore soon. Just vote him out, folks. Vote him out. But anyway, uh, other than that, uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, just the uh, just my fans. Uh, thank you very much for your time, man. Appreciate it, bro. I'm glad that you were on the show again, and um, we will gladly have you back in about another 40 episodes. <laughs> Tega! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say. No, I mean, it, it, it was, it was kind of what I expected, <laughs> and, yeah. and yet, it, you know. Anthony never ceases to amaze. None whatsoever. You should have been he, there with him. Yeah, uh, you know what? I really wish I was there because um, I, I, it was definitely a conversation I would have loved to have joined the nuts. <laughs> Next. So, uh, um, good job, Ant. Uh, pushed it a little too hard at times, of course, but uh, we don't expect anything less from you. <laughs> so that's what we got. All right, cool. So, so with that, there's really, uh, yeah, there's no way out of that. You just have to kind of move no. on from him. <laughs> no, we, we're, we're, we're just going to move on. And, you know, it's going to take a couple minutes to settle down. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to I wanted to bring up something um, that you, Larry, had posted online a, a few days ago. And uh, congratulations are finally in order because you have defeated Super C. Oh, my God, yes. How did I completely forgot about that? It was uh, It was fantastic. I was just chilling out. Really just not doing anything. I just popped it on, wasn't expecting, and I just had the game, games, two games, of my uh, gaming career because I got to the final boss twice. First time I lost out, but then I did it again later in the day. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it came out of nowhere. And trust me when I tell you, I really wish I was recording at that time. But I was already, I was in mode. I wasn't recording. I didn't bother with it. I didn't. Oh, it was it was great though. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. This isn't documented. Well, there's a picture of the of the end credit. So. Okay, so so are are you trying to uh, Billy Mitchell our audience? No, not at all. I feel like I can. I feel like I can reproduce it. I wish I was Billy Mitchell because I'd be making some of that hot sauce money. But uh, I think <laughs> I can. I think I can reproduce it. Hopefully, but I was just when it when I got to the end boss finally because last time I played the the live stream I got to the final level but not the final yep. boss and I um and I just finally got to that final boss and I remember like holy cow this is it and then when I got to it the second time really I just to be honest it was quite simple once you get to the boss cuz you really just plant yourself in one spot of the board where you really don't get hit every once in a while you got to shoot up but otherwise, you're just shooting forward. But it honestly took me about what felt like 10 minutes of just constantly shooting the boss. It took, And I had the, uh, the, the the fire weapon, which, as I discovered, is a very powerful weapon. So it took forever, but, man, was I so happy to finally beat it. Twenty. I mean, that game's been out for how long? 30-something years? Um, and it's so. funny you should ask that question because oh. in honor of you completing oh. Super <laughs> C, I thought... I thought it would be a great idea to do Super C as our retro spot. Oh, I love it. All right, cool. So let's let's get Although, some stuff. Uh-oh. Now I'm not so sure that you beat it, so I don't know if what? you deserve to know. I have a witness. Super C. I do have a witness, so it's okay. Who's your witness? The gentleman we just interviewed. Oh. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's not credible. <laughs> oh, man. Well... Uh, well, well, well Intelligence committee decided. Uh, fair enough. Someone's going to show <laughs> up to the uh, to the garage like in uh, King of Kong. <laughs> okay, oh, God. Well, before that happens, uh, let's get over to uh, yeah. So let's uh, switch over. So um, all right, and uh, so congratulations on beating Super C. I Thank, think, you. Uh, Thank I you. I think it's probably the only game you've ever beaten, if I'm not mistaken. No, you've never finished it. Well, this is true. The rarity of me beating games is very small, but the very first game I ever beat was Contra. So at least now I got those two down. I guess I got to work on the next one now. Yeah, as I was say, it only took you like thirty something years. It, sure, it took me a long time. It took me thirty years. Uh, but you know, hey, look, hashtag goals, right? There you go. I like it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, um, so you know, in honor of your conquest, which I still need physical proof uh, <laughs> you, for sir. video proof, and um, as as I said before, your your. Um, your witness is not credible enough for me. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Super C. All right. Okay? All right. Here is your retro spotlight on Super C. The original um, title for Super C, which shouldn't surprise anybody, when it came out in the arcade, was Super Contra. Of course. So it was, yeah. It was, uh, ori- it was originally a direct sequel uh, um, to Contra. Instead of calling it Contra 2, they decided to called Super Contra. The first was uh, developed, well, actually all of them were developed and published by Konami. And uh, the arcade version came out January 8th, 1988 in Japan. Oh, wow. Um, and then it was, um, as, far as, as far as I know, the arcade may have only existed in Japan. I'm not sure if it was ever ported here 
Uh, yeah, I don't remember it ever really being here. Arcade version. Yeah. So it was released on the um, Famicom system in Japan February 2nd, 1990, so two years after the arcade version. Okay. And then, a, and then a couple of months later in April um, in the United States, and then it took two extra years before Europe and Australia got their hands on it. Gotcha. Um, in 1992. Uh, and then it was also released on the um, Amiga... Uh, and DOS system, oh, wow. operating systems. So you were able to play it on the computer. And then fast forward way later to 2002, November 2002, it was released for Windows. Oh, wow. So Super Contra, yeah, it's definitely, uh, was definitely available on a multitude of platforms over the span of about 14 years, starting oh, yeah. with the arcade. That's version. a good life of it. And, of course, yeah. and, and, well, and then, of course, it also wound up, it, it came out eventually, I believe, on... Um, Xbox Live at some point as well, and um, I think uh, yeah, it, it was released virtual on Xbox consoles. Live. Yeah, yeah, virtual consoles. So Xbox Live Arcade got it in 2007. So that you know, this game, this game has definitely been you know passed around. Now, um, some interesting information about. Uh, let's start with the title of the game. So the arcade version was called Super Contra. The NES version was called Super C. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. For Europe and Australia, there was a specific reason why it took them two years later to get it. It's called like, uh, like Protobector or something like that? Yeah, it was Probotector oh. 2, Return of the Evil Forces. <laughs> All right. And the reason why uh, – well, there's, there's a little bit of a history as to why the titles were uh, changed. Because the original Contra game um, – in the arcade in Europe was actually not called Contra. It was called Grizor. Oh, yes, I've heard that. Yes, okay. And the reason why it was called Grizor because during that time there was actually a political conflict going on in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made the name Contra a little too sensitive, yeah. uh, or at least or in Europe, you know, to Europe, so they wanted to change the name from, Con- from Contra. So um, they, cha- they changed it to Grizor, but... Fast forward to when Super Contra was released in the arcade, it made it to Europe as Super Contra. Uh-huh. So the first arcade was Grizor, the second arcade was Super Contra, and confusion ensued, of course. <laughs> nobody, they were like, you know, people were playing this and they said, hey, it's just like Grizor. Except, you know, it's called <laughs> <Except> Super <not>. Contra. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and then when they ported the when they ported this to their console system so now when um the european version came out a couple of years later on console the reason why it had a delay was because the european version wound up getting censored because they were not allowed to show because basically the concept of the game was that the aliens it was like body snatchers the aliens took over the humans and the humans were trying to you know were coming after you so you were shooting and killing the humans Mm -hmm. uh europe uh europe did not like that they did not want you kill other humans. So what they did was they took the extra time to change all the human-looking enemies into robots, oh. and that's why. So that's why when you hear the title Probotector, it's actually you're a robot protector. Oh, is that what that means? You okay, ro- you are a robot. Yeah, you are a robot protector. <laughs> so you are a Probotector. <laughs> Probotector. Okay, fair enough. All right, you yeah, know what. I um I was always wondering what they what they meant by that title. I could never understand that. Yeah, I mean it, it's just so weird. It's like why would you call yourself Probotector? It's like oh okay, well now it makes no sense. <laughs> so th- uh, thank you Europe for that little interesting tidbit. 
so um, moving on from that, um, you know there are two characters in the game, right? Do you know their names? Oh, um, I want to say, well, no, Billy and Jimmy are Double Dragon. Uh, oh, I forgot their names. Okay. Well, um, their names are Bill and Lance. Oh, that's right. I knew one of them but, was Bill or Billy. Yeah, but did you know that they had last names? No, that I did not know. Yeah, so them, uh, you have Bill Riser. Okay. Is player one. And player two was Lance Bean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, the antagonist organization in Super C was the same organization from the original Contra, which, as you know, is Red Falcon. Yes. That was the, that was the enemy that you were fighting. Now, in the Japanese version of the arcade game, um, there was actually a little um, there was a little blurb of information before you started the game that they removed from the U.S. game because uh, there was no explanation for why they removed it. But in the original Japanese version, um, the game takes place in the year twenty six thirty four. Wow, that's far ahead. Yeah, really far. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, internationally, they removed that piece. I don't know why. Um, yeah. There was no real explanation except that maybe. Um, you don't want to go that far in the future, or is the future that boring? Man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think know, I always felt like the the year was like twenty XX or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, Super C was was originally, uh, or in the Japanese version, if you play, it takes place in twenty six thirty four, where humans haven't advanced apparently beyond guns. So, hmm. um, or our guns do cool things, but nothing really like spectacular. Gotcha. So, um, and then. Um, in you know, in the game, of course, there are five stages. Um, when you play through Super C in the arcade version, oh, okay. and yeah. in, the, in the arcade version, there's more in the sure the, is. Yeah, I learned the hard there, way. There are there's more, eight. Uh, yeah, there, there are eight in the uh, console version, uh, but in the arcade version, there are five stages, and um, three of them are side scrollers, and then two of them are top-down stages. Mm-hmm. Originally, the arcade was supposed to include seven stages. And there were conceptual sketches of the other two stages that were supposed to be in it. And they were supposed to be like the um, – they were like a, a pseudo 3D behind the back oh, view wow. like in the original Contra. You know how the yeah, two yeah. levels where you're walking forward? Yep. There were going to be two stages like that in the arcade version, but they didn't, they didn't make it in. Oh, wow. Okay. So the arcade version only had five stages. Mm-hmm. Now, again, you, you know how difficult the game was. <laughs> yeah. Now – if you played the U.S. version, okay. So um, earlier I was saying there was a U.S. version in the arcade. If you played the U.S. version in the arcade, if you beat level five, the game ends. End mm-hmm. credits. Here's your ending and everything like that. If you played the Japanese version, after you beat level five, the game restarts at level one, and then the difficulty increases to the highest level. Oh, your scores, your lives, and your weapons will carry over. However. Um, you uh, the uh, continuation feature goes away, so wow. you can't put it in like can't put it in another quarter yeah. or whatever to, to continue playing. You huh. basically had to beat the game again. You know, it's funny you say that because after I beat the game and it went through the credits, I hit start and it immediately brought me back to level one, and it kept my score and everything. But when I started playing it through, I didn't see a difference in the difficulty level. So that's when I was like, eh, I turned it off. Um, but I wonder well, if that's what it was going to do. Yeah, because in the arcade version, in the Japanese arcade version, what happened was 
when you beat it the first time through, you got an ending, but it wasn't the full ending. If you wanted the full ending to As be, usual. you had to beat it the second time through with whatever lives you carried over. Wow. Um, you were not, yeah. So, and again, of course, they made it. They put they put the level all the way up to its most difficult. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it was ridiculously hard to get through it. Um, also in the uh, in the game, and I don't know if this translated to the console version or not. You tell me, but. If the player increased was increasing their score while progressing very little on the level, so if you weren't moving very far on the level yeah. while you were, you know, if you were just standing there shooting to get a high score, score, yeah, yeah, large fireballs would launch upwards from the bottom of the screen <laughs> to attack you and get you to keep moving through the game. Uh, I, I never, I because I, I never, I, I have to try you that. Tried that. Yeah, because I never, I've always just kept moving forward. I never thought about a score. I mean, I know well, there's a score in the game, but I never cared about the score. Yeah, so like, huh. but hardcore, I guess hardcore gamers yeah. just stand in the spot and keep running up a score. Well, this was a way to stop them. I, I am going to try that. Okay. Yeah, give that a try and uh, let us know how that works yeah. out. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, a couple other things I can tell you about the game was that the com- uh, the computer ports that came out, which were the ones I said on the Amiga, on DOS, Windows, they were actually based on the arcade game, not the console game. Because like you said, the console game has eight levels, the arcade only had five. So the computer ports were just the arcade version. Um, And if you remember the um, poster for Super Contra, I don't know if you remember the poster of it, but the poster was actually, it very heavily built the poster based on the poster for Rambo First Blood Part Two. So one of the one yes. of the characters, Bill or Lance, is actually standing in the same kind of pose that Sylvester Stallone was in Rambo First Blood Part Two poster. Yeah, and and you know that carried over from the first from the first game because the first Contra game, I think the cover is almost like Predator. Yes. So, so, <laughs> so there was that. Um, another thing to note is the ending screen, since you've now seen it for Super Contra, yeah. it's um, it's Bill and Lance. They're standing on a Jeep while, you know, whatever, the aliens are flying away or something like that. Not on the console. Really? What did you get yep. on the console? All it was was just a helicopter floating above and credits. Okay. So in the arcade version, though. Lance and Bill are sit. Uh, Lance, one of them is standing, and the other one is sitting, and they've got their guns. And um, there's in the jeep, and you know the aliens are leaving. And um, I don't know if it's Lance or Bill, but one of them has their gun positioned right between the his legs. Really? Uh oh. Kind of holding uh, it. Okay. And, you know, kind of. You know, it's a little little risque. Oh you, boy. You can you can <laughs> interpret it poorly. Um, this um, so this screen did not make it to Europe. It was re- <laughs> it was readjusted so that he was holding the gun in the uh, you know in the, the right. less phallic lo- gotcha. less phallic location. <laughs> so uh, you, if you go online, you can actually see the differences between the two images. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of cool when it's like, oh yeah, I can definitely see why they thought there was a problem there. Yeah. Um, so uh, a couple other uh, things to note. Um, of course, everybody is aware of the Konami code for the original Contra. Classic. Right? And for the record, I did not use it. I did not right. use it on Super C, no. Okay. Super C has Konami codes, but it doesn't have the original Contra Konami code. It's not the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, DA, start. 
for Super C. What is it for Super C? Did you know? For Super C, you have to do right, left, down, up, A, B, select, start. Oh, that's, okay. That's the Super C code. And it, and for the U.S. version, it does not give you 30 lives. In Japan, it gave you 30 lives. In the U.S., it only gave ten. you 10. Yep, that I remember, yeah. Yep. But it was not the same Konami huh, code. I could have sworn it was. Okay. Nope. Right, left, down, up, A, B, select, start. That is your Super C Konami code. Hmm. Um, now, also, there are a few other there are a few other little cheats that you can do. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look, 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection, now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. In the game. If you wanted to do a sound test of the game, you could hold A and B and then press start. Oh, wow. And when you do that, it goes into a sound test. If you wanted to, uh, to your point, when you started the game over, it maintained your it maintained your score and your yeah. lives. There was actually a code for that also. So, like, once you beat the game, in order to retain that, you're supposed to press A and then start. Oh. That's how it worked on the original console. Okay. Um, and that would bring you back to your old score and your number of lives. Now, gotcha. if you just If you just wanted to start the game over with your old score and then you start with however many lives you start, mm-hmm. you press A – B and then start. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, and then the last code, which only benefits uh, people who have the Japan version, um, there is a stage select. Wow. Code. Okay. So, and basically, you hold um, down on the crosshair as you press start, and then right after you press start, immediately hold select. And you get a stage select. Hmm. So you could have beaten Super C a lot easier. <laughs> I wonder if that's on the uh, the Mini Famicom version. Uh, don't know. I'll have to you check that have, out. Yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have to try that, hmm. uh, and I will report back to you. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, two last things to mention in uh, regarding Super C. Um, there is a game that Konami put out on the Nintendo 3DS. It's a yes. dating sim called oh. New Love Plus. Never mind, I thought it was something else. Okay. Nope. It's a dating sim game called New Love Plus. And I don't know if it's Japan only or... i got to imagine it's Japan only. I'm, I'm guessing is... it's Japan only. Yeah. But um, in that game, there's a rendition of the Stage 2 theme from Super Really? <laughs> yes. And the Stage 2 theme, just so you know the title of it, is called In a Tight Squeeze. <laughs> it is a tight squeeze on that level, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the soundtrack, like, the soundtrack for the game, all of the levels have different names. That's cool. Uh, the, the, the soundtrack uh, for it, and then one last piece of information on this: in Battlefield Three, the game Battlefield Three. Do you yep. know that? Okay. You're aware of that game? Okay. There's actually an homage to Super Contra in Battlefield Three. There's one part in the game where the player has to navigate through the dark, and when you're navigating through the dark, there's a table there, and sitting on the table is a replica of Super Contra's PCB, which is the, oh. basically a little computer. Yeah. Yeah, a little computer yep. um, board that goes into the arcade so you can play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they act, they actually recreated oh, wow. the board for Super Contra on the table in Battlefield 3. That's cool. Yeah. So, huh. yeah. So, um, and, uh, yeah. So that is this week's Retro Spotlight on Super C. Again, in honor of, you know, 
you completing the game, uh, now you know a little bit more about it. Especially Bill Reiser and Lance Bean. Lance Bean. Awesome. Yes. Good. And don't Excellent. and never forget the title Probotector and now what it means. No, no, I'll never forget that ever, ever. Probotector again. two, Return of the Evil Forces. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I'll have to go play Super C again, and this time document it and uh, play yes, through it one more time. Yes, because I still need proof. All right. Fair enough. Sega. All right. It's that time of the week when we start to wrap up the show, and when we do that, it's time for this week in gaming. And what do we got? Um, well, this week in gaming, you know, I'm still reeling from the interview you got. You had with, uh, <laughs> Anthony. I don't know, man. You this weren't there. A, I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't there, and I, I'm struggling, man. <laughs> Guess, uh, you know, oh just, man, uh, I got some type of psychic connection or something going on. <laughs> uh, man, oh man, um, love you. So <laughs> this week in gaming history. Okay, so we're gonna go all the way back to the year 1981 to start this time. Wow. Okay. Uh, not our record. Our record was last week in 1977. But we're going true. back to 1981 um, in Japan. We got. The Game & Watch widescreen version of Parachute. Oh, wow. Widescreen version. Okay. A widescreen version, yes. Um, in Japan. I, I didn't know they made anything widescreen. Yeah, right. Honestly. Um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, we're going to jump a couple of years to 1983. Now, this is something that I never did with This Week in Gaming before, but maybe something that start, starts coming in. Okay. But um, company announcements. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Gaming Industries. So and I and this is a good one to start with because in 1983, Capcom Company Limited is established in Hirano, Osaka, with the express purpose of selling software. Wow! So Capcom so, is born. Yeah, Capcom was born uh, this week in 1983. There you go. Happy so birthday, Capcom! 34 years ago. Some of the best games out there made by Capcom. Yeah, absolutely. Marvel vs. Street Fighter, one of the most well-known franchises. Mega Man series. What are you talking about? Yep. Oh, Mega Man. Can't forget that. All right. Jumping to 1984 on the NES, or I should say the Famicom in Japan, Hogan's Alley. Do you remember Hogan's Alley? <laughs> I loved Hogan's Alley. Little, the little spinning yep. things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it was awesome. Awesome. 1985. Um I'm categorizing this as the weird game of the week. Fair enough. Uh, because there really wasn't anything super weird. Um, or Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. There is, I'm sorry. There was another one that, was, that has a great title. But, um, <laughs> this one is called Flappy, and it was for the Famicom in Japan. Okay. And it was, it was basically a game about a mole, like, you know, <laughs> the animal. Yes. Uh, I trying, hope to, animal. trying to push, like, a gem or something into the right spot on the board. I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. But uh, I just loved the name because I'm like, it prompted me enough to do a little bit of research. I'm like, Flappy, what the hell is a Flappy? You think it's a bird or something. I think Flappy birds. That, right, that's what I would think too. I'm like, oh, what kind of bird game did they come up with? And no, it's a mole. <laughs> so the game happens underground. <laughs> flappy. As, as expected. Fantastic. Uh, sticking in Japan on the, in 1986 on the Famicom, the... World-renowned and mostly reviled because of its difficulty, Ghosts and Goblins. Oh, classic. There we go. And that game was ridiculously difficult on normal level. Oh, yeah. On normal level, like, it, it really made you feel like that, you know, the, the game developers truly hated you. I, it, it's, it was so uh, obscenely difficult. Yep. Definitely was. And continuing with the 80s trend of staying in Japan, uh, apparently, you know, 
This Week in Gaming History in the 80s, which is just all Japanese releases. <laughs> um, so for the Sega Master System in Japan, also in 1986, Fantasy Zone. Okay, classic, yep. Yep. Great game. Uh, jumping two years to 1988, we got Blaster Master on the Famicom. Love Blaster Master. I've been playing that yep. uh, on Switch. The new one? Yeah. How is it? Oh, it's awesome. It's fantastic. All right, cool. I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to give that a shot. Blaster Master, though, I will say the uh, the original one on the NES, I never beat. Oh, neither have uh, I. I. I never it. got far in it. I never beat it. Never even. No, yeah. I I made some progress. I just never beat it. Moving on, eight <laughs> nine on the Game Boy uh-huh. in Japan, we've got Tetris. Hey, okay, sweet. So that's probably coincides yeah. with with the birth of the Game Boy. Uh, more or less, yeah, yeah. It should be around the time okay. the Game Boy came out. Tetris was one of the first games released. And it was a pack of uh, And you know, and it, and it was a year before the Nintendo World Championships that we discussed. This is true. Uh, where Tetris played uh, played a pivotal role in um, who won the <laughs> Nintendo World Championships. Changing your life forever. Yes, changing my life forever because I did not win. <laughs> well, you ended up loving Tetris. But I did end up loving Tetris. Yes, that is where I found Tetris and where my entire family's obsession came from, <laughs> Tetris, because we all used to fight over playing that. <laughs> all right, we're going into the 90s. Uh, we're staying in Japan, of course, of course. Uh, for most of the 90s, actually, this week. Okay. Uh, U.S. stuff didn't really hit until the 2000s, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so this week in gaming history, 1990, um, on the Sharp X68000. Yes. The retro yeah, gamers console. Now. Yes. On the Sharp X68000, they got Jack Nicholas presents the international course. Oh, okay. Okay. Golf. golf. Yeah. Golf. <laughs> but it did but golf wasn't in the title. Yeah, that's was, a little weird. The international Well, I guess if you hear Jack Nicholas, unless yeah. Jack Nicholson is putting out a game. And I don't know how that would be. Uh, when did he start dashing in that guy's Nicholas. front windshield with a golf cart? Well, the, he used no, a golf Jack club Nicholas. for that. So, when he bashed in that guy's windshield. Very <laughs> Moving on to 1993. Okay, let's just let's continue on. 1993, and I think this one may win the weird title for the week. I don't All know. Right. You tell me. Um, but and I didn't do research on this one, but now I need to because it was released 1993 in Japan on the Genesis. Slap fight, MD. <laughs> MD. That's the weird part. What are you talking about? What the slap I, fight? I can under, I can almost forgive slap fight, but slap fight MD just sounds like a horrible syndicated show. Slap fight MD. Dun, 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 I, don't, I don't know. To me, to me, it, to me, it sounds like something that belongs in a telenovela. <laughs> it's like like in a million ways to die in the West when they're in the corner, Giovanni Ribisi and uh, Seth MacFarlane, and they're just fake fighting each other. Yes, yeah, slap fight. So. <laughs> Um, I need to do some research on that. That might be a game I need to buy. <laughs> if, if if the title is actually what happens in the game. I'm still more concerned about MD. Well, maybe he's a doctor. That's know. what I'm thinking. <laughs> 1994, in Japan on Game Boy, Donkey Kong. Oh, that game was great. Was over. Oh, fantastic yeah. version of the game. And, uh, and the first, on, real quick, Donkey Kong, the first game to take advantage of the Super Game Boy. Oh, really? Yep. Very cool. Uh, you want to explain the Super Game Boy to our Sure, audience? why not? Super Game Boy is a very underrated uh, piece of equipment. The Super Game Boy is basically what it sounds like. It was an attachment for the Super Nintendo that you put in. 
that you were able to play Game Boy games on your television through the Super Nintendo, which opened up a world of change. Like, all these games, all of a sudden, games I played for years on the Game Boy, all of a sudden got, like, this this freshness on them, like a new coat of paint, uh, now that I can play on the television. And some of the games took advantage of the Game Boy Color, because, how can I explain it quickly? When you put the game in the game, in the Super Game Boy, it didn't take up the entire screen. And remember, we're talking back to four three ratio. It didn't take up. Maybe it took up like the middle of the screen. So there were borders and different borders you can do on the Super Game Boy. Certain games took had special borders for the game and were in color. So that's what was cool about that. And Donkey Kong was the first one to do that. Ah, yeah, well, Super Game I, Boy. I, we should revisit. I stand here educated just a little bit because you know you know handheld is not my forte. Nope, not so, at all. But so, I, but uh, if you ever check out the Super Game Boy, definitely, definitely check it out. Well, I'm gonna need to get it just to you know continue completing my retro collection anyway. My so well, there's so many games on Game Boy that are fantastic. Well, it's funny. I actually do have an original Game Boy because somebody gave it to me. Okay. Um, with a handful of games, I mean it's it's all old and looks broken and whatnot, <laughs> but it works. Um, but yeah. Yeah, just never. I never went out and physically bought a handheld system, right. um, unless we count the Switch. True. <laughs> we'll so. count it soon. Yeah, uh, or the Game Gear. I got the Game Gear a long time ago, but uh, secondhand. Gotcha. Um, anyway, moving on to 1996 on PlayStation hmm. in Japan, Mortal Kombat Three. Nice, very good. A year later, 1997 on. In uh, on the N sixty four in Japan, Star Wars: Shadow of the Empire. Oh, that game, game was, was really cool. That game ruled. That I game that ruled. Game. Yep. And then a year later, in nineteen ninety eight, on the PlayStation, and finally in the United States, Woo! we've made it. We're we made here. It here. Uh, we are here. And um, conveniently enough, or uh, probably fitting, since I talked about um, since I talked about Capcom. Before starting uh, this week in 1983, 1998, X Men vs. Street Fighter. Nice, great game, great game, excellent game. Uh, 1999 on PlayStation in the U.S., we got the next Tetris. Yeah, it was alright. It TNT. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're gonna need to explain this one to me because I'm curious about this. In okay. 2000 uh, in the U.S. on the Game Boy Color. Okay. Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, how did Tomb Raider work on a Game Boy? Uh, well, Game Boy Color is what it sounded like. It, it started. Yeah, it was, Game Boy Color. Yeah, you were able to play in full color. But I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was more of a side scroller than anything else because they also ported like Metal Gear Solid was on Game Boy Color. And I mean, like, I mean, obviously they are super scaled down versions of these games. Okay. Um. Thank you for that. No problem. And um, also, in the year 2000 on PlayStation, we got The Legend of Dragoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that, that title means something to both of us, sure but for does. other reasons. Um, but, uh, okay, so now we're jumping to 2001. Now, 2001 is the hot spot for the U.S. Okay. This, um, in, uh, this week in gaming history because this week in 2001 – we got the Game Boy Advance oh, handheld nice. system that came was this out week. this week. Cool. Um, and with that, a slew of games. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a little rapid fire here. All right, uh, go for it. They are alphabetical. So when the Game Boy Advance came out in 2001, 
Um, we got Castlevania, Circle of the Moon, Choo Choo Rocket, Earthworm Jim, F-Zero Maximum Velocity, GT Advanced Championship Racing, Iridion 3D, Konami Crazy Racers, Namco Museum, Pitfall, The Mayan Adventure, Rayman, Ready to Rumble Boxing Round 2, Super Mario Advance, and uh, that's the list. <laughs> yeah, it, w- <laughs> it was basically Super Nintendo graphics on a Game Boy Advance. And I remember me and a few of my buddies in college pre-ordered the Game Boy Advance. Uh, that Game Boy Advance was the really the first... Like, you had Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color, which kind of enhanced the Game Boy. But the Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance was, like, the first major upgrade and update to the Game Boy. It was a whole new way the system looked. It was sideways as opposed to vertical. Uh, but, again, some of the best games came out on GBA. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so that's that's probably the, the biggest moment in uh, this week okay. in gaming history this week. Good but enough. we'll continue on. Um, 2002, on the Game Boy Advance, we got Mega Man Battle Network 2. Okay, Not, I wasn't a fan of them, but they're good games. Okay. Uh, 2003, um, on the Game Boy Advance, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wrath of the Dark Hole King. Why do I feel like I had it, but I don't think well, we I did, did. We did, um, we did do a we Buffy. Did a retro, yep. We did a retro spotlight on Buffy games, and this was rated one of the worst. Yeah, probably. Or Not the saying, worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ports don't do too well. Here's an interesting one I found from 2003. Uh, released on Windows, Donnie Darko the Adventure Game. Really? Yeah, not on the exactly movie? The movie? Yeah, not exactly the movie you expect to have a game. No, not unless you're playing The Rabbit. Yeah, I mean, which, by the way, love the game. Oh, uh, uh, the, movie. the movie. Movie's love fantastic. The movie. Movie's a good movie. Um, okay, we also got in 2003, we got a bunch in 2003 also, but um, Dungeons & Dragons Heroes for Xbox. Okay. Uh, we got Big Mother Truckers for PlayStation 2. <laughs> yep. Uh, Evil Dead, A Fistful of Boomsticks. Oh, Xbox. game rocked. Yep. Uh, Hitman 2, Silent Assassin for GameCube. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Dead Aim for PS2. Okay. Uh, pro- probably the biggest one on the list for the, uh, for 2003, though. Uh, Soldier of Fortune 2, Double Helix for the Xbox. That sounds familiar. Soldier of Fortune was another one of those big um, yeah, right? franchise games. Like Medal of Honor, Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Medal of Honor, I think, wound up taking over. In my opinion, yeah. and, Well, and Call, Call of Duty, of ultimately. But, yeah, and Call of Duty, yeah. ultimately. Um, so, uh, 2003, you also got Sonic Adventure DX, the director's cut on GameCube. Yes, that was a great version of the game. It really was. Uh, we're going to jump two years to 2005. GoldenEye Rogue Agent for the Nintendo DS. Okay. Uh, Yoshi Topsy Turvy for the Game Boy Advance. That was a fun one, yep. Um, and then Disney's Magical Quest 3 starring Mickey and Donald for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Sweet. You know, the Yoshi Topsy Turvy, just go back real quick, it was called Topsy Turvy because yep. you had to physically rotate the Game Boy Advance for the game to play. It had like a gyro wow. sensor built into the cartridge. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, and 2006, the last year we'll be covering, we got, um, Big Mother Truckers again for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> okay. A year later. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network 6, Psybeast Falzar and Psybeast Gregar for Game yeah, Boy Advance. Ton of games. Those games, yeah. uh, Street Fighter Alpha Anthology for PS2. Nice, I had that, yep. Um, and then Japan, this was the last Japan one I have on the list, got Sid Meier's Civilization 4 for Windows in 2006. Wow, okay, cool. Excellent game. And last but not least, I'm happy to end this week in gaming in 2006 for the Xbox and PlayStation 2 release of AMF 
Extreme Bowling. <laughs> I never played it, but I do remember the box. Like, every time I would go into but a GameStop. What what makes bowling extreme? I, you know, it's bowling to the extreme. I don't know. It was just, it was just goofiness. I got, I got nothing on that one. <laughs> I, really, I, re- I really have nothing on that one. Okay? <laughs> um, and that is This Week in Gaming. Oh, wow. That was a good one. All right. Cool. Good yeah, stuff. stuff. Yes, definitely. Good week. And um, I think we'll uh, I think we'll start to to wrap it up here. I, I, I you know what I think it's time to wrap it up. I've, yes. I've had enough of you. What? <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So we got uh, well next week. You still we're gonna record. You'll still be here in the U.S. And then two weeks from now will be the episode from you coming back from Japan. So uh, hopefully you'll uh, again pick up some uh, some more stuff there in Super Potato. You got to always be on the lookout. See what's. Oh, on I sale. will. I will definitely be picking up stuff in the Super Potato. But I do know one thing. I will not be picking up at Super Potato though. What is that? And that well, that's the Virtual Boy, of course. <laughs> but they sell it there. You took a yes, picture of it. Yes, they actually had it. They had it there when I was there last time. So nothing gives me greater pleasure than seeing the Virtual Boy sitting on a shelf collecting dust. Why don't you? Why don't you pick up one for me? Because you don't deserve it. <laughs> of all people, I re- I refuse. What? I refuse. You put that on your credit card. <laughs> uh, yes, my credit card. Okay, you know what? That'll be the day. Like I will. I will walk up with the Virtual Boy. I will put it on the counter. I will hand them my credit card. And even though my credit card has plenty of money on it, they will grab a pair of scissors and cut the credit card <laughs> off in front of me because nobody, nobody is allowed to buy the Virtual Boy. I, I am convinced nobody should ever own this thing. For sure. I'm telling you, at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo, I'm looking for a Virtual Boy. Well, I mean, you can go to you can go to Texas for that Virtual Boy oh, Street Fighter. Oh, Yeah, I forgot about that. Talked about that last that week. That is true. Um, I have to check yeah, the well, tickets. Okay. You look for the Virtual Boy for all your heart's content. You buy one yourself. I will not. I will not be an enabler here. I'll wait for the virtu- the mini Virtual Boy. Yeah, uh, okay. You're going to be long dead before that. That, <laughs> that was a lob. That was a lob for you. All right. So, uh, Ant, I'll talk to you next week. Everyone, join us next week. Hit that subscribe button. Remember, uh, Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast. Our website, The Retro Gamers. Dot and, com. Yes, retro. I keep forgetting that dot com part. <laughs> the retrogamers.com and uh, Instagram, the underscore retro gamers. So, uh, and I, we'll, we'll call it a day, Ant. I'll catch you next week. Uh, it was fun. Talk All to right. you next time. Awesome. See you later, folks. Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. 